What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the Empowerment Perspective Podcast. I am Dr. Deniso Josie, and I just want to thank everybody who supported our annual toy drive. Um, your gifts and everything were much appreciated. Uh, we were able to supply gifts to a family that is currently going through pediatric cancer. Um, the rest of the toys also went to the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. So thank you so much for donating. Um, in this particular podcast, we sit down with some guests from our, our tour drive and we talk about Christmas memories. Um, near the end of the podcast, we get into a lot of mindset and how to change your mindset and push your way through things. Um, but thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't had an opportunity to donate to our toy drive, find somebody to donate to if you're able to. Um, You know, it is a season of giving. Try to make um, someone else's holiday a great holiday. So thanks for tuning in. We definitely appreciate you for listening. And stay tuned to stay empowered. It's the Empowerment Perspective Podcast, hosted by Demiso Josie and Mr. Kareem Spence. Stay empowered. Stay empowered. Well, all right, welcome to yet another episode of the Empowerment Perspective Podcast. I go by the name of Dr. Demiso Josie alongside. So we're here at our third annual toy drive, Christmas toy drive that we do with the Empowerment Perspective Group. Um, we got a family out in York, Pennsylvania, and um, the, the idea is kind of the have a Christmas that a family can remember. And we look at uh, specifically a family that has dealing with pediatric cancer. Um, you know, my nephew is, a, is is in remission right now, and we also donate to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. So we got a bunch of tip, uh, gifts under the tree. We got a bunch of people here um, that are donating every single year, so that's what we're doing. But before we get to that, um, we just came back from San Antonio, Texas, first time out there. How do you think we, we did out there? I think we did wonderful. I mean, you know me, I didn't like the room at all. That's the first thing you said. You texted me, was like, yo, how you? I'm like, man, the room is garbage. I didn't like yeah, but besides that, I, I think we did good. But I was really surprised about how many people actually showed up. Showed up. Yeah. Packed house again. Yeah, it was packed. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Ms. Roberts, how was your first experience with the Empowerment Spectrum group? It was amazing. There were so many people there. Everyone loved what you guys were talking about. I enjoyed it a lot. You can't say you guys because you're know, part of I this know, thing now. You did your thing too. My being my first time there and just observing. Yeah. It was very, very I seen her taking notes. She was saying, <laughs> she was saying notes. <laughs> but listen, you was a rock star. I didn't take pictures and everything oh, like absolutely. that. But you yes. said, that was uh, definitely a, a, a good look for us down there. It's first time down in San Antonio. First time. So shout out to. Um, Innovative School Summit. Shout out to Keely and AccuTrain. So um, definitely let us do our thing down there. Um, I do have some take take it personal. What you got? I got a couple of. Okay. So I'm gonna start with my travel. Like you, uh, you're you're bougie when it comes to the room. Yeah. I'm bougie when it comes to my travel. Right? Okay. So typically I use I fly American. So I flew okay. American down there, whatever. Uh-huh. And um, on the way back, I hear my brother always fly Delta. Okay. And I always hear Delta is like the elite, you know, airline and yada yada yada. So okay. I was like, you know, I'm gonna fly Delta back. So I get to the airport. Everything's smooth so far. Then I notice I ain't have a seat. Like, there was no seat assigned. I was like, wait, what's going on here? So then it said, see the clerk at the counter or whatever. 
So I get to the to the counter. Almost the whole entire plane didn't have seats. So mind you, I have this blood clot. So when I fly, if I can't go first class, and it depends on when I I, I usually pick first class if I'm flying at night. You get a five four for that? Huh? You do get a five four. I get a five. You get a five four. You know what I should? Yes, I should look into that. So I usually look for an aisle seat when I I can't fly first class because you know I gotta stick my leg out or whatever. So I'm the last one on this list because they do the old people first. They do okay. you know, women and children and uh-huh. couples. So of course I get a middle seat. So I was like, Ooh. I'm gonna suck it up. Yeah. It's an hour and a half to Atlanta. Uh-huh. I gotta lay over in Atlanta. So I'm like, all right, cool, I can suck it up. So you get to Atlanta. Atlanta's got a big airport. If you ever been to Atlanta, like you get on a train, a little subway thing to go to different terminals. Mm-hmm. So I go, um, I, I have a seat this time. Okay. I picked it, got a little aisle thing. So I finally get to the gate. I had like maybe two hours or lay over an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna give me something to eat and drink. So the only place near the, the gate was I saw the doors closed and it said smoking lounge. I was like, no, 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 I can't, can't be. So there was like two people and I go in there and the whole room's filled with smoke. I'm like, I gotta get me something to drink, something to eat real quick. So I ate and then I get to the gate, smelling like smoke, and they was like, um, due to plane technical difficulties, we are now moving to terminal such and such. They moved the plane. The plane. So now I gotta get back on the train. Oh man. To the terminal. Oh, man. I finally get there. Okay. I'm on the plane, and directly across from me, there was a guy. I don't know if he bought all three seats or whatever it was. Gangster. But he laid across the seat. His feet was That's in the aisle. His shoes on. That's gangster. I was like, oh. I said, I thought That's this, was, thought this was Delta, not Greyhound. <laughs> That's gangster. That's what I can say. I'll buy all three seats. <laughs> Nobody no, no sitting next to me on the plane. Man, okay. So should I be taking that personal that people um, told me that Delta was, was supposed to be the elite of the elite? You probably should. Um, yeah. I, I actually used to be taking notes from old, old boy who brought up all three seats. That's what you should be doing, taking notes. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, I know he ate this. You know, he took his shoes off. <laughs> he, take, he had his socks off too? No, socks? Nah, he had socks on. And I was like, yo, that's disgusting. He wasn't taking his toes, was he? Yeah, man. Listen, my... I, I used to work in New York and used to take a train and there was this dude with his wife and he took his shoes off and had his wife clip his, his toenails on, on, yeah. on that's the love. train. That's no, disgusting. That's no, that's disgusting. love. No. No. Listen, that's love. Would you, Jamie, would you? That's love. So you guys don't know what real love is. That is no. real love. Hey, baby, listen. My, my nails are long. Can you, can you give me a quick shake? That's love. That's not love. That is not that's love. love. No. So you were, like, you were sitting in the aisle we already talked about Biggie's kind of love. That's love. <laughs> that is love. That's disgusting. What would you do if you were sitting next to him? Get up and leave. That's really disgusting. That's really. I'm nauseous. That's How are you going to be mad when somebody is, is showing appreciation and love That's to their guy? That's love. That's not appreciation. You That's, wouldn't That's a little disrespectful. Would you let somebody cut your toenails? No. I go to the nail salon. I don't need anyone else to cut my toenails. That's love. That's love. That's <laughs> You know, you put your sock on, you get a little snack. Yeah. So, <laughs> he's probably like, listen, baby, honey bun, I need you to cut my toe down real fast. I don't want to miss my sock up. Yeah, Especially if he got expensive socks. That's too funny. So, to get that was my taking personal for the, for the travel uh, one. Then I have another taking personal. And I shouldn't even take it personal because I always look for criticism. You know what I mean? I always look for uh, areas that we can improve on or I can improve on. So, um, the one was we were at after we spoke 
we were speaking to uh, a, a young lady at the bar, and she was like saying that you know we were we did really good, but y'all have this New York uh, arrogance about you type thing. And I was just like, because it could be from New York. I don't know. I, 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 right? I was like, we're from the north. This is what we do. We paid homage to where we were in the beginning, so yes. you know, make sure we respected that. And um, I just, I don't know. I think she was taking it personal for, for some reason. It's crazy. I mean, at the same time, when you know we're going in, we were very, very sensitive as to where we were. Uh-huh. Like even when we were preparing to go down here and speak to them, we tried to figure out, okay, um, who in San Antonio actually represents hip-hop? And we couldn't think couldn't of think one anybody. person. So uh-huh. my whole thing was, you know, when we were presenting, the one question they asked us was, where is Tupac? Okay, this is not a seminar on <laughs> Tupac. It's about hip-hop in itself. So. Right, right. Mind you, we only spoke for an hour, you know. Yes. And typically, you know, that, that topic we could have spoke days about. Yes. You know, so we condensed everything. But then we get the feedback back. And people was giving us love. And I was trying to compare us to the other speakers. So they gave us a list of everybody. That's the first time they ever did that. So, you know, Kalefe got all fives and everything. And I said, all right, we kind of, we got fives and a couple of fours. But there was this one person that was hating and gave out all twos or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, how'd you feel about that? It's my first time looking at it, but I don't think I've ever given a presentation until. Mm. If you didn't like it, why did you stay? Like, get up and leave. Yes. Right? That's true. I think they was just in there hating. Like, they wanted to do what we were doing, and they was like, nah. I, they probably submitted a proposal when they got turned down. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it came in like, I want to see which one got accepted. They have no idea that the amount of work that it takes, it takes to, yeah. to, to do something like that. And, and, and for that person that wanted to give a two, let me know where you're going to be so I can show up in your seminar. Yeah, Let me know what yeah. I'm going to give you. Just because I'm petty, I'm yeah. going to give you a zero. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to raise my hand the whole presentation. <laughs> excuse, me, excuse me, um, yeah. <laughs> Interrupt the entire presentation. That's funny. But are you thinking something that you would do again? Yes. Yeah. I really, really like that. This dog, uh, the dog's hating too, but you definitely would be doing this again, huh? Yes. Right, yes. So hopefully, you know, we got invited to Orlando. I don't think we're doing that in March, but um, we're hitting down to Atlanta again, uh, which is a big one. So the A, I don't know, the South is loving us for some reason right now. Mm-hmm. You know, we get a lot of love out there. Shout out to California, too, because they still follow us on the podcast, CNN, and all those people. Um, so hopefully we, we'll, we'll try to make it out there, but, you know, we have this thing called jobs. That yeah, that's how that gets in the way. It does. It's actually going to work. Shout out to Kakalak, too, because they've mm-hmm. been Holding us down as yeah, well. So true. Where's Pops? I haven't heard of Pops. He came up this summer? Nah, Pops didn't come. Well, he came up this summer. He was up here. Yeah, okay. But um, we got a, a new baby in the family. You okay. know, my niece. So shout out to to uh, my, my stepsister down there. So uh, she's got a little baby girl. So he's down there holding it down with his grand, grand baby. So mm-hmm. shout out to Pops, man. You know what I mean? And he did, he did come spend, since it's Christmas time. He did come up one time uh, to spend Christmas with us. And it was kind of dope to have, you know, Pops around and uh, and things of that nature. So, uh, speaking of Christmas, yes, sir. Are you prepared? Am I prepared? Well, Christmas kind of snuck up on me this year. It's um, the same date every year. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but when they start moving days around the calendar, you think you got time and you really don't have time. Like I haven't started any Christmas shopping at all. Nothing. Mm. Like even for this particular event. Even though I was in the store yesterday, mm-hmm. what are you thinking about this event? But I was in the store. You're shaking your head like, no, you have. This is why we relate. Oh, now we get to the bottom of why we relate. Mind you, people, the party started at five o'clock. We are now doing this podcast at almost seven. 
Well, we all know that no. July actually is a party at 7. Sometimes people hang on because nobody wants to really go home. Yeah. You go home and you got to talk. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk. Nobody wants to have a conversation on the ride home. Like, yeah, well, you told me you was going to have two drinks. You have five. What, what is that about? So, so why was he late? Why were you late? Go ahead, tell him. <laughs> tell, tell the story. It was a- If you're going to tell the story, tell the truth. It was both of our faults. You said that earlier. It was. How so? Um, my headlights took a little longer than I thought they were going to to get changed. Mm-hmm. Now, you knew this party was starting on 5 o'clock on December 7th because you got the invite so, so long ago. Yes. But you yes. decided at 4.30 that your lights needed to be changed. I, I knew I didn't want any problems driving up here. Not uh, yesterday, we didn't get the lights fixed. Yeah. Not Thursday. Yeah. Not Monday or Tuesday. That's it. My life is hard now. Can you get your co-workers, please? They want to be on this podcast. Life is hard right now. They're they talking about right now. If I'm drinking poppy wine, I have to step my game up. Life is hard. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about drinking in the pod. Nobody knows, but I got to go through Monday through Friday. Life is hard. That's funny. It's real out there in the streets, people. It's real in the hood. We have guests coming on, as we always do at our holiday party. And um, this is our first time. This is our first time... Podcast. Yes, we have. Yes, we have beverages oh. at the table. I'm Jen. Have a seat. Have a seat. Oh, sorry. Hold on now. I need another chair. Oh, no, I'm standing chair. right here. Oh, oh. You want Where you want to sit? You want to sit? Get a chair. Bring it around. All right. Let's make everybody comfortable. Oh, no. oh, I didn't know. Oh wait, Rebecca's getting one. No, I'm got, we got it right here. Oh, we got it right here. That's a nice chair. That is a nice chair. Is that for sale? <laughs> Everything's for sale. Name your price. We never did this before. Neither have I. Yeah. <laughs> you sure you don't want to sell that chair? That is a nice it's chair. It's a nice chair, though, right? It is. You guys never use it either. Here, you want me to be very look at it? It is. That is funny. So this is our holiday uh, podcast that we do every single year. We have special guests in the building. This is the first time at our, our event, right? Yes. All right. So what's your name? Jen. Shall we? And? Steph. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First, let me apologize for the fact that you have to work with my wife every single day. Now, you, you know you know how I feel. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. So, we're going to talk about your you ain't gonna favorite. I'll tell you a little joke later on. No, I'll tell you that. Listen, I'm already in a doghouse. What are you going to do? I'm sleeping on a trampoline tonight. So, so, with no blanket? No blanket. <laughs> as long as I had a popping wine, I'd be all right. <laughs> so, so, we're going to talk about um, Christmas. First, thank you for donating to our cause and, and you know helping unfortunate families and things of that nature. So, we're going to talk about your Christmas memories, though. So, I need you. Oh yeah, Christmas memory. Mm-hmm. So every Christmas when growing up, me and my brothers, we would slide down the steps on a big mattress to go downstairs. Wait, what? What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> to, to get the presents? Yeah, my parents had this mattress and we would all get on it and slide down the steps to Christmas music. At the same time? Yeah. All, all of you were on the same We all got on the mattress, mattress, slid down the steps and into our And room. nobody got hurt? No. No. And this is, wait a minute, time. She's <laughs> You, you <laughs> wake up early in the morning. Yes. Before the sun comes up, probably. What's up? Mattress. mattress. That's, That's what I'm thinking. I'm going to get you that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, sir. It was big, but it, it was like a, almost like a crib mattress type thing. Was it the one that you were sleeping on that you a just got? No, 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 no. This was a special, special Christmas mattress. This is the Christmas 
mattress now. They can seem like somebody's in the county. Take that mattress I swear. It's like the county. So what would happen when you get to the bottom? Hit them all. Yeah. Basically, we would all laugh, and then we would go get our presents. And then that's how you do yeah. it. Did you guys have, like, birds, like, singing over your head because yeah, somebody had a concussion? That's why I am the one <laughs> Whose idea was it? I guess, like, I don't know. It just... We, like, was it a family it. tradition? Like, your yeah. parents did it, and then oh, they, no, your grandparents did no. it? started it. We you started, started it. Yeah. I think because we watched um, Boom Balloon, uh-huh. you know, he slides down the steps outside the door. So your steps were straight down then, right? There was no landing that you had to turn. Like my steps right here, we, we couldn't yeah, do Yeah, straight that. down. Uh-huh. See, I would open like the thing. door and then let them slide right on out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we did, though. That is yeah. funny. That's awesome. Did you slide down any mattresses? No. <laughs> what, what, what did you guys do? My, my parents would never allow that. <laughs> Right now on my good matches. <laughs> <laughs> Go get the extension. <laughs> so you have a, a Christmas memory? I think our memories, because my family was so small, mm-hmm. my cousin was would come over, like my family would come over Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And when we were little, we pretend we all had matching pajamas mm-hmm. and we had to pretend that we were going to sleep because then Santa would come and my whole family would be there when we opened presents. Like it wasn't we did it Christmas morning, we did it Christmas Eve. Right. Interesting. How about you? Uh, we still do those things. Though. What the mattress? No. <laughs> <laughs> like that we things that we did when we were younger. Now they're just larger. Do you guys all put pajamas on? No, we don't do the person. We do cookie night. Cookie night. Cookie, cookie night. night. Cookie night is we already started baking. It's basically done. We start Black Friday, and then. It, it used to be just Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday was baking, and that was it. Then cookie night. How many cookies you making? Oh well, last year it was thirteen thousand nine hundred. <gasps> oh my! <laughs> <laughs> so it goes on for like two weeks now, and then cookie night. Everyone brings Tupperware and fills up the Tupperware. But the cookies. Like it's not a cookie swap; it's a cookie take. But the cookies are thirty days old. <laughs> Well, welcome. We call him Coach K. Okay. Basketball. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. Coach of the year. Well, one year out of like 20. (laughs) I mean, you are coaching in a place that really don't have basketball players in it, but you are doing a good job over there, I have to say. Yeah, we try. You know, we do the best we can. It's not all about winning. Yes, it is, man. What are you talking about? Hey, it's not wrong? all about winning. It's not all about it's winning. It's all about winning. That's why you play it's the all, game. It's all about winning, but we we strive to win. But it's not uh, all about winning. Oh, then what, if it's not all about winning, when you come, well, if it's no. when I would have quit like my first year. Let's <laughs> 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 face facts now. Why do you only talk about winning though? Let's see. Well, come on, man, I'm on I'm on a show now, right? I'm trying to come on now. Get this kid out of here. <laughs> so you're messing up the money. <laughs> So does your dad take you to the driveway and tell you what you're doing wrong with your shot and all that stuff? Yes. He does? Do you get angry at him? No. Why not? He's supposed to be like, yeah, you know what you're talking about. How many tattoos you got? Say, you ain't Robin Ory. You ain't got all those rings. That is too funny. So we're here. Thank you guys for coming to um, our toy drive and everything. So we want to talk about Christmas. And I want you to talk about your favorite Christmas memory. Do you have any traditions you do with your family during Christmas time? We had a young lady on here. They slide down the mattress on the steps. So. Yeah, my Uncle Frank. Uncle Frank. <laughs> Uncle Frank with the mattress on. Yeah. 
you guys. Oh, well, you guys. Well, you, I refer to my kids. What does mom do for you every morning, Christmas morning? What time? What time is going then? What happened? What time does this happen? Early in the morning? Oh no, like nine. This is a bit of an issue because they're like trying to, you know, wake us up at like six o'clock. Oh no, no, no! What year was four? Four. Yeah, four. Listen, we got beat that this year. Three. Three. So now I have a question. Do they try to get you up when it's time to go to school at four o'clock a.m.? Say, Dad, you need to get up. I need to get school. Nah. No, no, no. In fact, I, yeah, it's the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, so, as far as traditions concerned, yo, are you carrying anything that you did when you were a little kid and trying to pass it down to, to yours? Or is there any traditions that you you grew up with that you're passing down to them? Yeah, well, you know, I think every um, every Christmas we, we always uh, we have our morning ceremony. And I, my wife does a great job. You know, she, she always has everything laid out. Um, and I think the kids look forward to that. And it's not just about... It's not just about the presents, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. Yeah. For the kids, of course, for as they're going to... Go ahead, Jake. For me, it's just, I just... Like, if I get, like, three gifts, I'll be sad. If I get ten gifts, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> three gift minimum. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> more like a five, more like a seven. Now, how many gifts are you giving out? No. <laughs> Usually I give out gifts to like my grand to my family like grandparents. Mm. Okay, that's four. We had seven. You gotta keep it. Three yeah. <laughs> more gifts. What about mom and dad? Yeah, I give gifts to my grandparents, uh-huh. my parents, and my. Okay. Now, I know your father, he looks like he'll wake up in the morning on Christmas and punch you in the chest and then yeah. tell you the last thing. <laughs> I think you should start doing that. <laughs> well, we had, my dad was great for flocking trees. I, oh, he was a flocker. Really? He loved to flock the trees. You remember that? Remember that when, I, well, you might have been real little, but for that was like. I don't know what flocking trees is, yeah. could you explain, sir? Yeah, so it's this process where you get this little, this gun, and you fill it up with this white powder stuff and it is a bit of a process and I remember my dad for about maybe six or seven years in a row probably the time I was about from 10 to about 15 or 16 years old he had the tree out there and we'd get a real tree and then he would flock it and it would make this big mess outside in the backyard you know but I will say I I guess he got um, directions from my mom I don't know that he would do that necessarily on his own but he did take pride doing it and we did enjoy uh, we did enjoy the decorations in the tree you know, during that process right? I think we should flock green now you can yes. just buy and flock yes. Yes. well people don't even do it anymore no. <laughs> uh, we don't do that <laughs> looks like snow but it's cold outside it's cold outside that is too fun so you got basketball season coming up uh, how you got what do you think the outlook's going to be out I think we'll know probably about, you know, second week of January since football. I got a couple starters right now that are still playing football. 
Uh, they finished up this weekend. So uh, football players, it takes them about three three weeks to four weeks to get going. And I'm really relying on those two guys. But however, we do have a young group of kids, real young. We're going to be big. We're going to be exciting. I think uh, probably later in January and right around the time where you should, you know, want to be want to start get going and, and get good. So I think uh, we'll be. We'll be pretty um, uh, improved over last year, and I think we can make the playoffs this year. So that's that's where we want to be, and I think that after that, the sky's the limit the next two years. Gotcha. Let's talk about basketball in terms of life, right? Like, what, how important is basketball, the game of basketball, in terms of how it relates to life, skills? Yeah, so for me, my that's my whole message from, from day one. It's about basketball is about handling adversity. And the game the game itself is it's all adversity. There's mistakes made pretty much every other time down the court and how these guys handle it, you know, how they manage their emotions, how they handle uh, working with their teammates, um, is really about it's really about life you can apply it because you encounter you encounter these challenges on the court, off the court, and as you come together. And I think um, when you when you can overcome those setbacks, those things that happen, um, you can apply it to life. Because when I when I've handled those situations, I just as a coach, as a player, uh, you realize that when you come across the same issues and problems in life, and you say, man, you know what? I, I've been here before emotionally, okay, you know, and I think that there's a way that I can handle this, and the way I handle it is is, is that I, I, you know, I have my composure, I, I can set, take a step back and say, you know what, uh, there's a way to there's a way to handle people, not just myself, and I can manage my emotions, and I always say to the kids. Um, you know, NBA, what's the next best action? I was just about you know, to say no, that. What's, 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 what's NBA? And the kids, well, we know what NBA means. Well, NBA is really about next best action. Right. And that's life. That's life. That's absolutely. life. It, right, that's in it in a nutshell. That's so. absolutely it. Yeah, you're going to have wins. You're going to have losses. You're probably going to have more failures than you have wins. But what are you going to do with that next action? Yes. Right? Whether you right. were successful or not. Yep. How do you handle that adversity? Yeah. That's definitely uh, something that's really, really important. Just Hello, showing up. Mm-hmm. It's important. Absolutely. So, a lot of times, you know, people allow their emotions to get the best of them, whereas they don't even want to show up. Mm. And even in basketball, like, it's going to be a day where you're going to go against a monster. Mm. But are you going to show up? Oh, I'm going to turn right Why up. Are you going to show up? Are you going to show up? Are you going to compete? Right. And that's one of the things I admire about Jamie, because we had other people that wanted to rock with us before. Mm-hmm. But she was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead, go down to San Antonio. I don't know what I'm getting into. Step out my comfort zone. And, you know, and, and, you know she rocked out and, you know, you never know what's gonna happen if you try. You never, I like making myself uncomfortable, right? So that, because that's where growth yeah. is when you, you're uncomfortable. So, uh, you know, there's definitely, you are definitely out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Every time she hangs out with us, she's out. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't talk about that part. No. <laughs> You'll keep that one. <laughs> book, so right? then she was out of her comfort zone. Mm. So how did you feel in that process when you were uncomfortable? Like, what? Let's go back to why did you make the decision to to to, to come with us when we? 
Um, I made a decision this year that this was going to be the year that I tried new things. Mm -hmm. So when I was asked, I thought about it, and I thought that it would be a good chance to try something that I never would ever have done before. before. Yes. Got you. I got you. So that everyone has that that fear element. Like I'm sure you were nervous. And Absolutely. Everything. How did you overcome it? Lots of note cards. Uh, <laughs> you did have those. That's one thing you got to work on with us. We don't do note cards. We don't, we don't <laughs> write stuff. Note cards? He said note cards. He said note cards. I don't know. Well, when you speak, right? I feel like when you speak, I don't like having note cards because mm-hmm. I feel like it's not genuine. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, know your topic and just go out there and speak from the heart. I think that's, um, you know, the, the old school way of teaching public speaking because it's the greatest fear, the fear of all time is public speaking right mm-hmm. so the, the teacher will tell you you know you have the note card and have your points in yes. order and all that stuff but I, it's not real to me like I'd rather just go up there and just speak from the heart of whatever the, the topic is and a lot of people can't do that mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I think you're going to get to that point with us and yes. you see, you've seen the process yes. and I think that's a, that's a big issue with people that wanted to rock with us before is they never saw the process mm-hmm. and they you know we talk about it but until you've experienced mm-hmm. it you're not really going to understand mm-hmm. um, so that's, that's huge so we have some more guests in the building yes, yes. my friends man um you know, we've been friends for a long time man. long time i mean a long time <laughs> greg's got gray hair in his beard now i'm bald i got dyed hair john you still look the same no i'm bald see look at this yeah it is you right you getting a little lebron james back there <laughs> you are you are lebron's hair is growing in whatever he's doing he better yeah, and need some of that he got, he got a lot of money up. i gotta get reseated yeah he got too much money for his hair to be looking like <laughs> you are not bald you are not bald he really does huh? i have to say john i'm a little disappointed man i thought you was gonna bring the sweater with the the, the chest hairs out and all that stuff now nah, that's last year and the year before this year i you are what you wear so I am a dinosaur and so is my shirt so you're not that old John I am 55 going on 900 not that old (laughs) man you look good though. It's the hair dyeing lies. What's the secret? You say lies. Hair dyeing lying. They lie all the time. Positive lies. Never talk down anyone else. Tell wildly fantabulous stories about yourself that can't possibly be true and true and say true and say true and say true and say straight straight face. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. We talked about. Uh, we were talking off air. We were talking about marriages and. I'm gonna put the two of you on the spot Aww. right now because you're you're one of my favorite couples. What is the secret? Like every time I see you guys, you're happy. You're you know you you're around each other. You enjoy being around each other. Well, I'll let I want to know first. that. <laughs> communication, communication, communication. It's all honest communication. Mm-hmm. Don't try to fake it with your spouse. Don't try to fake it with your life. Especially don't fake it with anything else. But as long as you're honest with who you are, with your spouse and with life, you'll be good. Mm -hmm. Because any time I've seen marriages that start sliding into trouble is when one partner or the other is just not honest. Is just hiding something. It can be a feeling. It can be be a passion that they have. It can be all sorts of things. My wife knows everything about me. God bless you. My wife has seen me at my highest highs and my lowest lows, and she still is happy with that. So she knows about the offshore bank accounts that you told me. I came in hours. I wish I had an offshore bank account. I have like $3.80 in my pocket. I'm feeling good. <laughs> so would you agree with that? Absolutely. I think Close. communication is, is very key, and also the ability to... 
laugh and have fun with each other. Mm. It's very important just to sometimes realize that not everything has to be serious all the time. And it's okay to have fun, to do silly things sometimes and just... So what are each other's company? What do you do when you think something's funny, or he thinks something funny, but you don't think it's funny? Like, I have that problem. Like, I think I'm funny. My wife don't think I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking from my point of view, she thinks I'm funny, and I'm, especially when I'm being serious, and she starts laughing. Like, wait, honey, no, no, we're going to go broke. Oh, it's the funniest thing ever. No, no, I'll be in a box. Oh, stop making me laugh. No, no, I mean an actual cardboard box. That's funny. Another thing I want to ask you, because you told me a story about your daughter, about oh, her best. job. The right? best. And I've seen a lot about children not learning resiliency. Oh. And, and, you know, crumbling Ooh, under pressure. And that's my like. kid. She's resilient as you can get. But how did you, as a parent, get them to become resilient? Ah, it started from very young, well, not so young, because you don't understand what we were talking about, that sometimes you don't get exactly what you want in the moment, but something better will come along if you keep working at what you care for. Mm. So, long story short, she was promised a job at Jefferson Hospital this year. Hahnemann Hospital closed down. All the Hahnemann Hospitals took her position. Mm. So she, I'd say she cratered for about 20 minutes. Mm. And we had a nice, long, loud conversation. And then she was offered a better position with Pennsylvania Hospital with more money and she'll have a much better life. Mm. And it took her three, well, it took, how long ago did she find out about that job? A few weeks back? About two, about two weeks ago. Now. It took about three weeks for her to say, hey, Dad, guess what? You were right. Mm-hmm. And I sat down and said, thank you, somebody actually knows that. <laughs> but, she, but it took her, the reality is that you never quit, you always work. That's the old Jimmy V thing. Mm-hmm. Never give up. Never give up. The door shuts, keep going. Because I was told that I could never speak in front of people when I was 13 years old. Mm. I was a teacher for 30 plus years. Sorry to hear that. I know, that. <laughs> I know right? I was told that, you know, this, that, and other. And it's just like, prove the fools wrong. That's resilience. Mm. Prove the fools wrong. I just had this conversation with somebody else tonight. Living well is the best revenge. Mm. When you see, uh, I went. To, Quick story, I went to my 40th, I'm very old, my 40th grade school reunion last year. There's grade school reunion? It's, it's a Philly it's thing. Philly it's a Philly thing. I'm going to get my kindergarten squad up. We all And I was a little unique as an 8th grader. I think half the people there wanted to see how I came out 40 years later. And I, you know, I'm doing well. I've got a wonderful wife, beautiful wife. I've got a great life. And I had the most popular girl in the 8th grade come over to me and said, I always thought you were kind of different. I am because I'm happy. And she walked away like, what? That's because I'm happy. If you're happy with who you are, and you keep working. Wait a minute, you said I'm different because I'm happy. Yes. So many people are angry and so many people are unhappy about things that are minuscule and minor. I have so many stories I've run into absolutely wonderful people who are living in conditions that just make me shudder as a human being mm-hmm. but they're happy and they know that somewhere down the road it's going to get better for them mm-hmm. and, and they just keep working and plugging and that's it that's what I taught that to my daughter never accept failure never accept somebody telling you you're not as good as you really are mm-hmm. never accept that because you outwork somebody you outthink somebody you outfight somebody mentally speaking of course I'm a nonviolent person you'll do alright Mm. And I retired at 51 years of age. Mm. Thank you so much. Mm. Make some noise, man. <laughs> 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 
Because she makes a lot of money. <laughs> oh, there it is. Great, you're in the building. How you doing, sir? Doing good, doing good. Everything's going well. I'm with you. Can't lie. Can't complain. Can't complain. Got the got the Santa Claus beer going on. Yeah, Michelle, you gotta sit. Where's Michelle? You gotta sit down. We gotta get you in. What was it? The cinnamon roll? What do you, what do you make on Christmas? How come I was never invited to the cinnamon roll party? She just gave you cinnamon roll. Oh, she just gave me cinnamon roll. Right, right. I, but I want to I wanna slide down on the matches. Cinnamon rolls. How is it living with the basketball coach? That's what I want to know. Well, I don't see much of them this time of year. Uh, too much, too much. So, growing up, talk about your Christmas and your holidays. Is there anything that you've carried from your past that you try to bring to your kids? Mm, Making Christmas Eve a big deal? How you do that? Well, we always have his parents over. I mean, mm. we have a small house, so we can't fit a lot of people in, but we try to make it special. Mm. Christmas Eve is a big deal. Do you do a big deal, uh, meal and all that stuff mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, or you do or you cook on Christmas? I don't know. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. We always have shrimp scampi. Oh, why? Is that something that you're... I, because I can't do the whole seven fishes, so I figure I can do... Seven yeah. fishes again. I can't do Wait, that. I'm going to do seven chickens or something. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a different type of chicken? That's <laughs> your fried chicken, your big chicken. <laughs> Sauteed chicken. I think I can get the seven. You think you get the seven? That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so you're originally from Pennsylvania, right? Yes, Pittsburgh. Cold Pittsburgh. We were there. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. What, did, what did you think about Pittsburgh? It seemed like it was miserable up there. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> seemed sad. Like, even, oh, it was a bad place. Well, in the 80s, it was not. Oh, it was really? It's always cloudy. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's crazy. It's cold, too. You need to know how to drive out there. It's very cold. Yeah, all kind of hills and stuff. That is funny. Kids in your own way. Do you guys do any like that one big gift? I, me and my family try to do like the Christmas story where they unwrap all the gifts and there's always that big gift in the corner, the Red Rider BB gun. Do you all do you try to have, yeah, have sweated out? Uh, I want to go on this thing. Tell my kids that Santa Claus ain't real. How do I go about doing it? We're dealing with this right now. Mm, just tell them. Matter of fact, I will tell them for you. <laughs> Kareem can counsel them. I just did. Okay. I'm down to him. Now listen, you don't want no creepy red man breaking. Just think about it. Creepy red man breaking in your house. You don't want that. No. That's, that's no, no, wait, there's an ad for this. Go ahead. Yeah, I downloaded the app today where I tried to put a picture of him in our living room. I was going to take it tonight. Because now at this point, he's convinced it's the parents. But then he backtracks. He's like, no, 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 I believe it. That's crazy. You guys have the elf on the shelf, too? We do. Yeah. And he's been, see, the other day I went home looking at it, and he was just staring at it. I'm like, oh, yeah. he's, like, he he's looking, he's like, he's like, this thing can't fly. Yes. I know what he's thinking, this thing can't fly. This thing ain't, you know what I'm saying. That's the doll just looking at you, that's just creepy. It is creepy. Yeah, I that, like the first year that I had it, he cried his eyes out on Christmas night when I had to go back. Yeah. Oh, don't leave, don't leave. I, you know, I think I got a video of Christmas in the 20s. But, uh, what did you it, tell him? You got kicked out? What did you Because if you had a bad day at school, the note bring him a I'll bring a little note typed up saying, hey, I heard you had a bad day. You know, Santa's not happy. And then, 
<laughs> we really kept him in check. Right, now I'm, I'm not happy. I'm not. No, in my day, we had the He's belt. He's a snitch. That's exactly why we invented the belt on the shelf. That's what I'm going to say. He's going to leave it right there on the counter. I'm going to move it every night. That is too funny. Put it in that bedroom since you go there. So, what's Christmas about for you? It's just a family. It's, okay. it's being together awesome. with everybody you love and you know, whether it's new people, old people, mm-hmm. you know, just getting everybody together and enjoying and having each other's company. You know? mm-hmm. Will you come to my seven chickens festival? I'm not a seafood person, so I'd rather have a seven chickens. Let me know when. Chickens gonna start something. Make sure we got some good barbecue sauce. So we do this every single year. Glad you guys were making the first time you guys came out to um, celebrate with us. And you know, it's just about getting our friends together and supporting the family that's in need. Because um, that's to me, that's what the holidays is really about. A time about family, yes, but also putting yourself in a position to be able to help others. That's what the Empowerment Perspective is all about. So we try to do our thing every holiday season. We're gonna try to make it more throughout the year as well as we, we you know keep going. But we definitely appreciate you guys for spending some time with us. Yes, thank you, you know, guys. Yeah, 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 thank you for the stories. We look forward to every year and well, next year we're gonna have chicken. Rabbit, we're happy. Yeah. <laughs> Seven chickens next year. Yes. Is your name Jen or Jennifer? It's Jennifer. Or go with Jennifer. You have a middle name? I do. Would you like to share? No. <laughs> It's one of those names that you see like they have that little It's everyone in the What's the uh, chick's twins. name in um that boiled the, the the rabbit on the stove? I did not boil mm. it. What was her name? The about fatal attraction. Yeah, what was her name? No, the real actress is Glenn Close. Glenn. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, it is now. No, let me do it. Let me stop. Let you me you stop. laughing. Yeah, the situation like that. I, 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 I update you. <laughs> it happened. No, that's real for me. Yeah. <laughs> they got so you have a, a little girl that's you know she's growing. This is what her second Christmas, third. Uh, third. That's no. awesome. Third. Third. Second. She'll be three in January. I saw a picture the other day. She was crying at an event. Cry fest at Santa. Yeah. Or at paint party. Or I think it was a at paint party. Yeah. What happened there though? That your um, daughter's so cute, and you see her face like that. Like that was her. She was painting and having a great time, and then I said, "You have to let your painting dry." At two, and that was, yeah. Well, it said four, but they said if you help her, I kind of think she. (laughs) But I'm like, is that just because I'm a teacher, or is that because it's my kid? But she might be. She says either. Yeah, she's GT all day. Every parent think their kid. I know, but I'm trying not to. I'm trying to think like, no, like maybe, my kid's maybe, maybe she's just. Like, but then I'm like, maybe she's not. No, She'll tell you, don't touch that elf. He'll nah. lose his magic. Mm. She waves her hands in the air. She's one mm. Yeah, she's 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 a little advanced. She's a bitch. Better claim it now. She's a bitch. Yeah. So, do you two have any holiday traditions that you just do? Oh, this is Anything special? I mean, this is not the first. This is not the first it, one. You were no. here last year. That's why I asked that question. No, no, no. Do we have anything? We don't really have anything that we do with just the two of us. All right, we need to cook this. I have one. Cream, what? Cream chip beef. Cream chip beef. He won't eat that because he doesn't eat it. Me either. I won't eat either. But it's a family tradition. <laughs> 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 it's called a sister loves it. My sister loves it. Cream chip beef. It's the same thing. You eat the sausage, baby. It's the same thing, but it has 
there's dried beef instead of something. I will say my family tradition over the holidays, we do eat uh, pinto beans on New Year's Eve. My stepmom does that too. Black eyed peas. Black eyed peas and pork. And my great grandma, my great grandma who lived to 96 years old, she, oh, this is actually a good story. She would have the first man who walked through her door in the new year, whether it was January 1st, whatever it was, first man who walked in in her door had to give her a penny. What? Had to give her a penny. So then she would roll them up. And like, like you would put a pennies in, you know, in yeah. like a in a roll, but she would roll them up in tin foil. So right. I'm like eight years old, and my brothers and I are bored out of our minds because our grandma, our great grandma, is in her 80s uh-huh. at that point. So we're playing on our stairs, and we see a roll, a silver roll. Uh-huh. What do you know that is rolled in silver? Lifesavers. Mm, so that's we're what like, you were I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> she had it up on a. Like, oh. <laughs> she had it up on a ledge above the doorway. On like we're on the stairs. Here's the doorway. So we're like, she's got lifesavers up there. So we go and open it up, and it's a bunch of pennies. We're like, well, this isn't lifesavers. We put it back, and it slowly rolls off the ledge and crushes her like antique nativity set. We got in trouble. That sounds like a lot of trouble. Yeah, it was. That sounds like. It's but that was her New Year's tradition was to put the pennies in the roll. It was supposed to give you luck when the first man of the New Year walked through your door. He gave you a penny. You collect them. I bet you the only man. But for the for the rest of her life, that little angel stood with his with his right side to the wall because he had no face. Because we broke it off when the pennies oh. fell from the ceiling.